I bet you guys thought we could go a week without there being shark news. Let's do it. Well, the reports are in. Twitter is not happy. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> David Quinn appears to be your new Sharks head coach, 11th one for the franchise. Uh, so we'll throw it out there right now. Uh, chat, what do you think? Uh, somebody post a poll. <laughs> Eric, get on that. Throw up a poll. Yay or nay? <laughs> and as we get to that, uh, as always, make sure you subscribe to this YouTube channel. We're always talking sharks. Seems like endlessly. And uh, if you want to keep us as the one and only podcast on the planet that is commercial free, you know where to hit us up in the Super Chat or on Venmo. So here we are. Uh, Kevin Weeks, Elliot Friedman, Buddy Shengpeng, everybody saying Dan Quinn is fait accompli as the new Sharks head coach, uh, despite all the other names we heard. I mean, this was the first name that was bandied about. So, uh, I mean, Ian, your uh, initial thoughts on this before we dive in? The summer of meh continues. <sighs> You're so right. Eric? I'm with Ian. Uh Gee, we saw this coming, and and you know we went from sharks being a prerequisite for the GM. Is it being in Boston or being a member of Boston University a prerequisite oh, to be working the sharks? I would think so. I I assume you're you, right, you, yeah. Yeah, I I assume uh, David Krejci is going to be like on the staff in a couple of years once he calls it a day. I don't know, like. <laughs> I mean, Jesus are, are, Christ. Can we, can we, we get Poppy, Big Poppy up here? He's from Boston, right? <laughs> I mean, anybody that has Boston ties, right? Let, what's Larry Bird up to? I mean, I mean let's on. get Cam Neely. Uh, are we going to have <laughs> clam chowder in a sourdough bowl at the arena next year? What's oh, going on? I look forward to that. As long as That's they can not bad. Do it. Yeah, as long as they can do it well. Uh, so look, if you saw a lot of Twitter when it was, or social media at large, and it was kind of being bandied about with David Quinn. New York fans were very much kind of, uh, good luck, suckers. This guy ruins youth. And, but, I mean, to be fair, a lot of the same complaints we've heard about the last two Sharks coaches. Um, I mean, Ian, what do you expect? I'm, I'll, I'll tell you this. I'm a little bummed out. I was kind of rooting for either, uh, what's it, what was it, Volucci out of Pittsburgh or more mm-hmm. so... Um, the guy from the Chicago Wolves, or the Walla Walla Washington, what's his name? Yeah, I can't remember. Wojcinski, Waforski, was something. Yeah, like here, here's the thing with this, right? Like, and it's hard to say because obviously New York, I, I have questions about this hire because of everything that Mike Greer has preached and and gone in about. David Quinn got fired from the Rangers last summer, and one of the biggest complaints that. James Dolan had was they were not a difficult team to play against. Now, is that fair? Is that all on David Quinn? Is that roster construction, whatever? Cause like Dolan went in there and cleared out the front office, the coaching staff. Um, and so I have questions if, if this is supposed to be a team that's supposed to be difficult to play against, why is David Quinn the guy? Well, and I, I don't know much about the history on David Quinn aside from what I've seen written on the social. But, of course, you know, if it's on the Internet, it has to be true. Uh, the other guys, when I looked at some of the comments on the background of Volucci and how he'd come up, the other guy will get his name at some mm-hmm. point. Waforsky something. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He, you know, like one with the Chicago Wolves. Now I get it. The A and the N, very different animals, but I liked a lot of the things that I was hearing about him and I'm going, not a retread. This is a guy who's, mm-hmm. you know, making his way, coming up and almost to the point where it kind of gave me a little bit of uh the Jay Woodcroft feelies. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So, Absolutely. you know, like a guy who pounded his way through the system, got the opportunity to take his first bench and up to this point has been pretty damn successful. We'll see what happens with the Edmonton Oilers next year, but had a pretty damn good run. Um, 
Eric, is was there somebody that you were hoping for that wasn't David Quinn? And I, it, you, you can't say Marco Sturm, goddammit. Well, I want to say Marco Sturm. Okay, then go ahead. Say Mar- All right, so uh, another guy who Boston no, but, ties. But, yeah, I mean, right? There you go, right? <laughs> Perfect fit, guys. Come on, let's go. <laughs> no, Wasowski, I think, like you said, from Chicago was the guy I had in mind. Uh, nothing really stood out in, you know, in the junior ranks or the college ranks, really. And, of course, it's late. I mean, it's July 21st. We're, you're not going to find too many candidates out there. You know, I, I was thinking maybe Jim Montgomery, since he had some shark ties to it, but he already got taken up in Boston. Which he means he'll be John. the Sharks coach in three years, but go ahead. Exactly. <laughs> you know, but, uh, I mean, David Quinn, I, I, I kind of suspected this when we when we heard the reports about Mike Greer being the GM. Does he grab anybody off of the Rangers staff or previously with the Rangers staff? Um, and sure enough, bang on with that with that guess. I mean, is at this point, is Mike Greer going to bring on anybody who doesn't have some sort of tie to New York or Boston? <laughs> right. No, I mean, it seems like, I mean, obviously, I think when you work in a certain conference, I think you're obviously going to have more relationships in that conference than you would elsewhere. So obviously he's going to, look for guys that he knows right and i think so i think that explains a lot of the eastern conference guys coming over to the sharks because those are guys that he's worked with closely before mm. i don't know i to back, back to what you said ian i'm very just kind of meh i'm very whelmed by this I, it's, yeah and it's only i mean it's a three-year deal which, like I said earlier, by, uh, offline, by my scorecard, it's going to be right around the time the Sharks are looking to get back into the playoffs. <laughs> so this might work out well. Other people have said uh, they've seen the, da- the the Quinn hiring and they're going, yeah, I, I think we can uh, say the uh, tank for Bedard is on. Yeah. yeah. And looking at the poll uh, right now, we put up – just now, what do you think of David Quinn to be the Sharks' head coach? 76% is saying, meh, we'll see. 10% excited. 14%, nope, not a fan. All Here's right. the thing, though, like with David Quinn, right? Like, this isn't Peter DeBoer on his, like, sixth job, right? Like, this is his second kick at the can. I have a little more, like, I don't, I'm not a retread guy specifically, but I don't hate a guy getting a second chance, right? Like, I don't hate that. Um, worked out great for Bob Bookner. What I think, yeah, well. <laughs> some guys are just better assistants. Um, hey the the thing that I'm starting to really wonder is is because David Quinn also had it like a, a lot of Rangers didn't like him cuz like when he was there Kapokako wasn't getting enough playing time. Lafreniere didn't really get a chance to shine under him. And I just wonder if this is like I have this kind of conspiracy theory that I've kind of started to run with now. And I'm not the first person to have this thought. So I'm not going to say this is a, an original thought from the mind of Ian. I don't think any of the kids are playing next year. I think they're all in the Barracuda. See, develop the chemistry. No, because to, to, to sell the future, because this team's going to be ass. So instead of bringing up the kids, they're going to have all the kids try and tear apart the a. And if they don't, Oh my God, that's a disaster. But I just right. I starting to wonder if the kids aren't gonna play, and they have if that there's... secret weapon of Aaron Dell and Net. I have thoughts there too. <laughs> oh boy, I just I you know Ian, I think you uh, we can all put on the tinfoil for a second. Where the conspiracy? I I don't disagree with what you're saying. The there has been a new regime that has taken hold of the Barracuda. I believe it's led by Eric Grunfast. Um. I mean, new, brand new barn, right? Mm -hmm. Exciting new prospects. Mm -hmm. They're actually, you know, putting a little bit of promotion behind the team. Earlier today, Liz Child announced that, and the Barracuda announced that she's going to be riding for them this year. Which is amazing, because she's great to love her. Yeah, so she'll do a great job in that. I don't know if that that means that she'll still continue riding for uh, SJHN, but... Uh, seems like that would be conflict of interest, but we'll see what happens. But uh, there's a lot of push behind the Barracuda, and I I think you could be right, Ian, where it's just kind of like, let's get 
them to tear up the A, get excited about the future. But conversely, I go back to what we were talking about, I don't know, years ago, Mm -hmm. where it's just kind of like, is San Jose finally admitting there is a rebuild? (laughs) <laughs> like, no, they'll never say it out loud. But I mean, if you can't their, read the tea leaves at was, this point, I mean, that's on you. I was going to say, you know, actions speak louder than words. Actions are what I'm looking at. This screams rebuild. Another thing that you that we can get to in a minute or so is I still want to know how the Sharks are going to deploy a team right now. They only have 1.3 yeah. in the cap. They still don't, don't have Ferraro. They still haven't activated LeBanc. You, you don't have a lot of money, guys. I don't know how you're doing this <laughs> without making some more moves. So I, I think there's more moves coming. Like I, I think has, has to, to be. be this current roster, the way it's constructed. But I mean, they've brought in a lot of guys that I don't think are here to play. Like I think like a guy like I see in the chat, like a guy like Bordolo. I think a guy like Bordolo probably makes the team. Like I think one of Bordolo maybe maybe Eklund can squeak his way into, but man, with all the guys they've signed and without some of these bodies moving out, like I just don't know where they fit. I completely agree. And there's, there's still other pieces, right? Like there's um, Gadjevic and yeah. VL. I mean, you know, right now I've got it on my scorecard here where if you're starting this team, it's Meyer, Hurdle, Barabanov, uh, mm-hmm. Gregor, Couture, Kunin, Lindblom, Benino, LeBanc, Nieto, Sturm, Lorenz, you know? So all those kids... They're all playing in the A. We haven't even mentioned VL or Gadjevic. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I I think there's a lot to be said for that. Now, reading off that list, does that scare you? I mean, do, I shouldn't say that. Is that going to scare other teams? Oh, I was going to say you're right the first time. I, I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> no kidding. Like 82 after darks to do. They're going to be not fun this year. Oh, oh boy. Dude, I mean, and then on the back end, Kanijov and Carlson. Ferraro, Nudivara, and then Vlasic with Benning. We still haven't even mentioned Shimmick. If he's Merkley. and hello, and Merkley. Ryan Merkley, yeah. So I mean, oof. And you talk about veteran presence and and how he wasn't, how David Quinn wasn't exactly great with uh, the kids uh, earlier. I mean, what is that? What does that do with Ryan Merkley? I mean, do you send him back down the minors? I mean, I look at it like like you guys have said. The CUDA should be good, and I would love to see them develop the chemistry down there and then bring it up when they get called up. But man, uh, do do you get a do you get a Barracuda season ticket plan or do you get a uh, Sharks partial plan next season? I mean, I would be if if it's my money, I would probably. I'm far more interested in, like, going into the season, I'm far more interested in what the Barracuda are going to do than what the Sharks are going to do because I have no expectations for the Sharks. Dude, how many times have we seen Sharks season ticket holders get gifted tickets for Barracuda games, you mm-hmm. know, because they want to juice the the attendance? I'm going to laugh my ass off if this year, you know, buy a season ticket package for the Barracuda and we'll give you a t- free 10-pack for the Sharks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. I mean, I, I just, it's hard to be excited about this team, right? And obviously, like, again, this isn't, to be fair, this isn't the finished product, but I don't think the finished product's going to excite me any more than this current mishmash of players does. Not by any stretch. I mean, like, you're... maybe they'll be tougher to play against, but are the, is that going to win hockey games? Well, I don't know. I mean, who's going to score the goals? Right. And that, but, goes back to something that I was uh, when it you know when Brent Burns was moved out and it was this whole heavier harder team blah 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 and I'm like yes I remember 97 98 quite well couldn't go to the playoffs but boy we the sharks would kick the hell out of you they might not win the game but you'd feel it on the on the plane ride to the next game but yeah but you know what like people people say oh well that's better but is it like wait till they're you know wait until they win 30 games this season we'll see how you feel about it then oh were they tougher but yeah but they won 30 games if they were lucky well i want to know how guys like couture and hurdle and meyer are going to feel about this upcoming season because and eric carlson now i know that uh Mike Greer said in a media call a week or so ago, something, you know, oh, I've talked to those guys, uh, you know, they seem excited, ready to go, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, what else are you going to say? 
Like, let's be honest. Yeah. You know, you're going to come out and go, yeah, I talked to Couture and Carlson. They are pissed. But <laughs> they want out. Yeah, they, they want, want out. out yeah. But hey, you know what? Their contracts dictate that they're here. So fuck them. Let's go. <laughs> you know, like, honestly, it, uh, it just. Well, well, basically, are you foreseeing, AJ, that we're going to have a repeat of Roberto Longo with Eric Carlson saying, my contract sucks? I mean, own it, dude. It's what you wanted. That's why you signed here. You know, you, you wanted that cash. And I just, I got to know what, I would love to hear an honest, a pure, honest conversation with Eric Carlson where he can actually, like, I look forward 10 years from now when he's out of the league. If he can be as honest as like John Scott has been, if he can sit there and go, you know what? I signed this deal. I thought it was going to go one way and it so went the opposite way. And, you know, I, I chased the money. That was it. Yeah. And not to mention the fact that the guy can't stay healthy. But this is, I mean, if, if Carlson, the, the runway is open for Eric Carlson this season. There's no Brent Burns to share time with. You know, he can be the guy on the back end. He's going to have to be because, yeah. like, again, is Ryan Merkley going to play under this with all the guys they've got signed? I've got questions. Hey, now. Yeah. So uh, that's why I'm sitting there going, if Carlson gets, gets injured for any amount of time, I don't give a damn what the injury is. I don't care if he, you know, gets turf toe from playing flag football with his kids. Like, if he misses any more, then 10 games next season for whatever reason, it's just going to like, here we go again. And who takes up all that time? And I think at, at some point, the the longtime Carlson defenders are going to finally have to admit halfway through this deal, what a terrible fucking deal this was. Just did not turn out. No, it's just a, a, a loss if that's the case. I mean... You can't you can't predict injuries. Granted, he had some injuries coming in uh, from Ottawa, but nothing nothing like this. No, this has been ridiculous. Uh, uh, let's, uh, let me catch one in the uh, comments here. So Carlson said he didn't sign in San Jose to be part of a rebuild. He has no um, uh, has a no movement clause, not a no trade, a no move. Can he request? To remove the clause, or it's yeah, not an option in the NHL. Oh, he can fucking he can go right up. He, he can go yeah. right up to Mike Greer and go get me the hell out of here. Get trade me, of here. me anywhere. I will waive it yesterday, and he can be moved. Yeah, but he, what? He, it's his clause to waive. It's it's his choice whether he waives or doesn't waive his no trade clause. But the, I mean, this is like we're we've gone down a, a rabbit hole here. Oh well, and see, and here's the funny. I like this comment just because of like revisionist history. Who's defending Carlson? <laughs> it's uh, like, are you kidding me? The the Karens and the Kyles of the world were lining up defending him, saying, oh, my Lord, we have to, you know, like, he's elite. No, he was elite. There's a difference. And for whatever reason, I guess Doug Wilson thought that he could pull off whatever he did in Ottawa, and it just has not been the case. But... Uh, we should probably. This is a the David Quinn show, not the Eric Carlson this is, show. I was gonna say yeah. like we've gone like down a super rabbit hole. Here. <laughs> <laughs> Way this, off. This, we know AJ's part of this one because he can always channel it <laughs> to like fuck Eric Carlson. Um, so I now if David Quinn is coming in, we heard those other names. What's what's the Chicago Wolves guy's name? Wasopski. Okay. Rafalski, yeah, yeah. Brian Rafalski. Okay. Um, <laughs> but, uh, that dude, uh, Volucci. I mean, there were some other names. Would it be fair to say that maybe those guys get tendered options to be assistants? Possible. I mean, it's, it'll be interesting to see, like usually the head coach picks his staff, right? So I'm, it'll be interesting to see who David Quinn reaches out to to bring in uh on his on his staff but it <laughs> it's possible they could reach out to those guys but i think what's elaine vignol up to yeah what's elaine vignol too um but for me like unless you're bringing a guy up from the a like someone else is not going to give you their assistant coach to be your assistant coach right like if they're not going to stop a guy from leaving their NHL organization to have a promotion, but are they going to give you their assistant coach just to give you their assistant coach? 
Especially not. this late in the game, yeah. Especially this know. late, right? So that brings up the other point that that yeah, I we'll think see, thank you. I think Eric was making earlier was uh, we we are this late in the game. Who the hell's available? Plenty of people. I don't know. I, like I, I, there's plenty of people. Like obviously, like a lot of the sexy names probably aren't out there. But I think if you're bringing in assistants, I mean, you can bring them in from anywhere, right? You can bring guys in from junior. You can bring guys in from college. You can bring guys in from the AHL. Uh, you know, those are all places where I think you can pull players from. Do I have a list of names that I would bring in off the top of my head? No, but there's plenty of guys that you can get at this point in the season. <laughs> Hold on, what is this? Let's see. Couture loves the team and franchise. As he said, he was really happy to stay after the Burns trade. EK65, I would say lack of legs and motivation, yes. I mean, again, Couture loves the team franchise, said he was really happy to stay. Again, what else is he going to say? What else? Yeah, I don't know, man. Like, like you, you know, there's only so much you can put into those comments. And to be quite honest, there's uh, you'll see different um, podcasts do interviews with different uh, prospects, whether it's with the Sharks or, or it's other ones. I'll tell you, one of the primary reasons why we don't tend to do those what are they going to tell you, you know, that's honest, you know? Oh, I love this, love everything about it, can't wait to be here, blah, 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 blah. So, to me, I just, you know, <laughs> if you guys want it, I'll work in and get them on, but don't yell at me then and say, oh, you you know, you didn't get them to answer this or didn't say that. I, they're, they're conditioned, they're coached literally with media coaches on how to, like, react, so... Pucks in deep. Got to give 110%, 100% of the time. Yeah, all that. <laughs> What's uh, Mike, uh, Michael on here? Not super familiar with him, but from what I've read, it seems Quinn didn't get to see the good part of the Rangers rebuild. Probably won't yeah. be here either for how long it's going to take. My point earlier, absolutely. This yeah, is I mean, a stop it's, 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 it's a, Yeah, I mean, it's a guy who's who's here for now. I don't think he's... I don't think he's the guy that's here when things turn because I don't think things are going to turn quickly. But I think even if Mike Greer has a plan and even if it starts working out, like I just I don't think eventually look at you have to start turning over this roster. And that's what they've started to do. What Mike Greer started to do by moving out guys like Brent Burns. It's time to start flipping over this roster. It's time to start bringing in some younger blood like you can't. You've got guys signed until they're 40. Well, guess what? No, people generally don't get better as they age, like they don't speak so, for yourself, pal. <laughs> well, <laughs> hockey players generally don't though, right. Like getting out from Burns now was, was the play because th that value was only going to decrease year over year. As he gets closer to 40, that value goes down. Um, you know, Logan Couture is on the wrong side of 30. I now I like Logan. Couture. I think Logan Couture just needs some wingers. That would probably help him a lot. Um, but he's also on the wrong side of 30. What do you think, if anything, that this means for the potential of re-signing Timo Meyer? Timo Meyer's future terrifies me right now because I don't know where, with again, with all these guys that they're signing and they haven't really left any room on the table for Timo Meyer's extension. Um, now, again, what does Timo want to do? Uh, Timo's got one year left of after that year of like this is his last restricted contract so you can he can sign his qualifying offer and kick that can down the road a year and you can walk him to free agency or you know or maybe he signs a one year deal or maybe he says um, you know trade I don't want to sign right, trade me right fucking now does what Matthew Kachuk just did in, in, yeah. uh, in Calgary right we don't know I mean I'm not I, I, I don't have any inside information so i'm not telling you timo like don't go to twitter and be like oh my god ian until a usa says timo wants the fuck out like no, <laughs> no but it, it presents the the situation at hand uh with new management new direction yep. the evolution as they said on on the uh presser a couple of weeks ago there's no you know oh he's he's one of our draft guys it's fine no you got a new guy in in town so now you need to wonder okay timo this is what we got going on right now this is what our plan is do you want to be here or do you want to go somewhere to make money or go win a cup 
I mean, that's, you can that's, you can try to sell them on the youth at the CUDA and say, hey, you know, stick around when you're the elder statesman. This is really going to get rocking. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, I saw a question. I saw a thing in the chat about Burns not missing a game. But here's maybe you could have got more from at the deadline. But the problem was you needed cap space right now. Yep. Like, and and so don't you, think you didn't have the luxury do. to wait till the deadline. <clears throat> well, and, yeah, and don't yeah. think that all the people that Greer was talking about weren't painfully aware of that fact. Right. Oh yeah, the Sharks need cap space right now. Like that was the that was the problem. Unfortunately, that was the biggest thing the Sharks gained from it. Now, mind you, they they spent all that cap space unwisely, in my opinion. But mm-hmm. it's neither here nor there. But it, similar to like the uh, the Vegas situation, every time they want to make a move, you know, the other GMs are going, "Oh, you guys are hosed right now. This is the pittance we'll give you." They're, Vegas is literally giving away players for free. Oh. <laughs> Dude, when the best off signing that you had, the best off season signing you had was future considerations. Ooh. Now that being said, Vegas is going to beat the shit out of the Sharks this season. <laughs> uh, I have yeah, no doubt. So will the Kraken? Uh, uh, that I don't know about, but uh, it's dude. This I don't know. Like it's so funny that just uh, as the season was ending. I remember going, uh, you know, look, I didn't have high hopes for this team this season. Um, They, you know, I projected them to finish low and they finished under my projection. And this season I would project them worse. But at the end of this past season, I still kind of had some hope. I'm like, well, if you can move Reimer in the offseason, if you can uh, sign, you know, Kakinen and he plays well, or better yet, if you can move, it, you know, like this is all like, awesome hold the fingers and pray type be bullshit but it's like oh if you keep if you can sign Kakinen for a couple of years you keep keep Reimer if you can figure out a way to get Hill off with it not really looking super bad but get him out of here then maybe in like two years Reimer's ready to, to bounce unless you can flip him for something good and maybe you can call up somebody from from the A that's that's you know performing way above their head like mm-hmm. maybe there's that and Maybe Merkley with more freedom uh, blossoms, and you know, like maybe that. Hopefully, this blah 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 blah. And I'll tell you, ever since uh, it, I think it pretty much started with Mike Greer. <laughs> I was like, really? That's where we're going? And then all the signings. And so the last time that I was excited about anything was the draft. <laughs> right, <laughs> and, yeah, and then, and then, and then I was real bummed out two days later when D.W. Will Junior was gone, and I'm just like, you know. yeah, and even the draft itself, like I think, like, like I think they probably got some guys in the draft, but I think they fumbled that ball too. Yeah, this, uh, you know, let's talk to me in two years and let's see how much people were upset with Doug Wilson then. You know what I mean? because <laughs> it's going to be well, one no, or the other here's the problem like and i know people are like i and i've kind of seen this on twitter and i think it's stupid right because it's like oh i bet you missed doug wilson now no doug wilson's the reason this team is in the fucking shambles it's in mm-hmm. the reason that mike greer has to do all this shit is because doug wilson ran it into the ground like but revision is do history. i miss doug wilson now no doug wilson was fucking stay the course and do this forever at least Mike Greer is trying to do something. I don't know if it's going to be good or bad, but it's something. It's better than staying the fucking course and crossing your fingers and hoping to God you just make the playoffs. I'll, I'll be interested to see this when we when we <clears throat> talk about this three years from now. I'm going to be real interested to see how things have, have progressed and if Quinn... First off, if the Sharks miss the playoffs for the next two seasons and say that there's no improvement year over year, if they actually regress, I would I would bet money that Quinn gets scapegoated. We've seen it happen before. Yeah. But because who wants to play for a lame duck coach, right? So mm-hmm. once you get into year three, it just makes me wonder if it's still not looking very good. I almost wonder if, if Hasso says, you know what? I fucked up. I shouldn't have given the reins to Greer, and we shouldn't have hired Quinn, and so I'm going to clean it out again. Mm, I don't know. I think history would say no, but we'll see. 
Yeah. Uh, Lanical, thank you so much for the donation. Meh is my re- initial reaction here. Join the club. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, I don't like, I'm not angry about this, right? Like, I'm just disappointed. I'm just, I'm, not, I'm just so whelmed. It's just whelming. Like, I, I can't, I'm not angry about it, but I just think, like, nothing that Mike Greer has done so far has just, like, been like a hell yeah moment you know what i mean it's all like eh, it's fine it's okay it's whatever I, I mean there's some things where i'm scratching my head and i'm hoping as the summer progresses it will make more sense because someone needs to make well i have theories about the goaltending situation too but like someone needs to make that sense to me because i was like defending all the goalies i'm like hey look at um you know like as long as you got guy, places for everyone to play then what's wrong you know, who cares? But now it's like you've got too many goalies in the NHL and too many goals in the AHL because I don't consider Dell. Like, Dell's not here to back up James Reimer. Dude, I swear to God, the only reason why they signed Dell is because he will transition into the AHL goalie coach. That's... I don't even think that. I think he's there as a safety blanket in case Strauss Mann, because Strauss Mann's not tested at the AHL level. Hmm. They grab the other goaltender um, in the trade for... I can't remember his name off the top of my head. Uh, the, the, the Brent Burns. E2 Niemi Maki or whatever? Thank you. Maki Niemi? Yes. Maki Niemi. So neither, you know, Maki Niemi doesn't have a whole lot of sample size at the AHL level. Um, and Strauss Mann doesn't have a thing. So I think I think that Aaron Dell's there again because I think the focus right now is making the Barracuda as good as possible. And Aaron Dell, say what you want about Aaron Dell, but Aaron Dell back in the day, now I don't know if he's still at that point, but he dragged the Barracuda into the playoffs kicking and screaming. Mm. Solid point. Um, right. And I think and here's what I think, too. I think that one, they're going to get rid of one of the three goalies soon. And then to. James Reimer's gone to the trade deadline, which means Kapokokkanen backed up by Aaron Dell for the rest of the season as the tank continues. Uh, dude, dude, put it put it in the book. Put it in the book. Put it. Dude, that's bulletin board material right now. Put that on the calendar. Pin that tweet. Um. Crispy Joe asking, and, and good to see you. Been too long, bro. Yes, yes. Um, how's next year's draft class? From everything I've heard, it's supposed deep. to be, like, deep as the ocean. Yep, deep. Good. Yeah. Okay. Well, then there you go. Uh, I thought I saw something. Oh, we're going to uh, – Eric, are we going to change the uh, show to the meh cast next season? <laughs> <laughs> That's what it might be, unfortunately. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, 82 After Darks so are going to be uh... – Oh wow, Al! Al going off board, Delta forward. The forward. <laughs> we thought that would go away after Burnsy gets straight, but no, no, it will not. Unfortunately, the the tough part is is that you don't know the direction. I think if we knew exactly where where this team was going, and they admitted it, but I think then... we do. I think we do. It's there. This is the rebuild. This is. Mike, as Ian said earlier, this is Mike Greer's attempt. This is him out there with the vacuum and the dustpan mm-hmm. and the sweeper trying to clean up all the shit that Doug Wilson left on the floor. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's going to get, I mean, we've said this like a season or two ago. It's going to get worse before it gets better. This is it getting worse. And let's see what happens, you know, two two seasons from now <clears throat> when Eklund and Bordalo and, I don't know, maybe fire out some names, maybe Gushkin, maybe Robbins, you know. There are some players that maybe... I can't see Gushkin surviving. Like, I can't see Gushkin getting up under David Quinn, but... But, well, okay, but I'm talking about, like, the kids that are in this system mm-hmm. right now that are just given a shit ton of marinating and seasoning at the a and you know who's to say to again talking out of my ass with hope but who's to say that the barracuda don't win the calder next season or the season after i think as they just have to be good they just if both teams are like the barracuda were awful last year and the sharks were the worst team in the a yeah like so they can't have that situation again because you can't you cannot sell the future if you don't have one. Mm-hmm. And that's why I think the Barracuda are being su- like super bolstered right now. Cause I think that, I think that's the play is they're going to say, look, 
you know, because Mike Greer, he kind of said the same thing that Doug Wilson used to say. You know, got to take, might have to take a step back to take a step forward. And that 2020 draft class is a couple of those guys should be on your step forward. Uh, God, <laughs> I would hope so. Or what are you doing? Right. <clears throat> but that's what I'm saying. Like three years out from now, as Quinn's contract comes to 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 a head, whether it's you know proves fruitful or is just you know catch up on a wall, uh, we're gonna find out over the next two years uh, if if the Sharks can it say the word rebuild. They won't. But no, they won't. But it's. That's the thing that is kind of uh, when it comes to the lack of honesty. That's probably the one that does sit with me. You know, it, it, that's the one that sticks right here, where you kind of go, you know, it's it's walking like a duck, it's quacking like a duck, but you want to keep telling me it's a lion, yep. sure. And it's a big uh, thing for David Quinn too. You know, just looking at the record, yeah, he had one runner-up when he was at BU in 2015, but. The Rangers didn't do much with him. I mean, they lost no. in the qualifying round in yeah, like, 2020 in the bubble. So this <laughs> right. is That's big the thing, on him. Want, for I his did career. want to touch on that too because I know it was, uh, I think Alex in the chat, um, Al in the chat said earlier, like, hey, you know, like, oh, well, they made the playoffs once and they got that. It wasn't even the playoffs. Like, they finished seventh, but because of everyone had the qualifying round except for the Sharks because they were awful. Um, you know, they they got to play in the qualifying round and they got bounced quickly. Well. The other thing, of course, that that will be brought up mm-hmm. is, let's say we get, you know, I don't have the uh, <clears throat> the the card in front of me from last season, but you know, but by the halfway point, it it, it was pretty. <laughs> I think we all knew this that you know last season was not going to be a one of playoffs for the Sharks. If we get to the halfway point of this upcoming season and we're in the same boat, perhaps worse, then it's going to be like, yeah, again, the because social media exists and everybody's got a fucking opinion, it's going to be, oh, all the Bugner defenders, of course, will come out and say, see, it wasn't Bob. You know, it's a, I think two it's things this... can be true. It's a shit team with a shit coach. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Because because we see it so many. How many times did mm-hmm. we see uh, people just shitting on Martin Jones? In fact, one of them I think I'm actually talking to right now would <laughs> just dump on Martin Jones left and right. Then he puts together a good game, and then where's all the Jones haters now? And it's just like, oh my fucking god, the, you know, back and forth mm-hmm. with this stupid shit. So that, yeah. that's why I want to end social media. Help me. Can we start a GoFundMe so I can buy I, I, Facebook I, I, do, and just do shut it down? Do we even exist without social media, though? Like, that's I, true. I'm, yeah, no, as long as YouTube doesn't shut down. We just want to shut okay. down Facebook. <laughs> Let's just start at Facebook. I mean, I, I just I don't use Facebook anymore. That, that's the solution. That's the real uh, answer. Uh, see, sometimes it's a necessary evil, and I fucking hate it. Oh, boy. All right. So, look, Taco uh, <laughs> Quinn sounds like a solid tank commander. Dude, the memes, the tank memes that are going to happen when this, when this Sharks team starts off two and eight in their first 10. Oh, the tire fire memes, the tank memes, the truck fire, the trash fire, all of it. That's, but but that's the thing too, right? It's like everything is so bad. Like this team has problems as it is, but everything stacked against them. Teams that generally start in Europe generally come out of the gate pretty damn slow. Yeah, with again, another thing where it's just like you can't catch a goddamn break. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, it, everything's kind of messed. Uh, I'm just seeing a tweet now that's uh, from Shang that says he's updated his uh, report. I think it it looks to be that it's just has the details that it's a three year deal. Um, I, I don't know. That's, Good for Shang. Yeah, no, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm just saying. No, he, no, no. He, I'm just, I mean, like, I'm just, no, I'm genuinely, like, genuinely, but genuinely, like, good for him, though, because he was the one that really broke it, and then everyone else kind of followed suit. So, well, I think Friedman had it. Friedman was the one that were like, you know, Sharks are zeroing it in, but I think. But Shang was the first one to put his name on it and say, this yeah, is done. It's done. Yeah. Um, this, yeah. And I'm just, and I'm not trying to dump on anybody. I'm just He's trying to give up. credit where credit's due. Um, yeah, the, the, I'll tell you though this this it it just seems like 
Doug Wilson Jr. caught a lot of shit because of his last name, right? People yes. scream nepotism. And yep. the, so far, Mike Greer, it's not out and out nepotism, but it certainly is like the buddy club so uh, far. I mean, and, but we've and, always like, said, like, we've always referred to, like, the front <laughs> office, the coaching. It's always been the old boys club, though. Like, this isn't new. This isn't a Mike Greer problem. This is a hockey problem. Yeah. No, no, no. I agree with you. My my point, Biz, is I just wish Greer knew cooler and better people. <laughs> 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 That's all. Gotta start off somewhere. Yeah, right? I just, you know, like, why Greer? You need to hang out in a better circle, people. Uh, <laughs> Jerry F., thank you so much in the super chat. Thanks for all the great Sharks coverage, especially during summer. What the hell yeah. else do we have to do, man? The Giants suck. <laughs> I don't know. They getting creamed unless you're CFL. Yeah, they are they getting creamed by the Dodgers yet? Probably. Um, but look, we're gonna keep we're gonna keep going. As uh, Ian loves to say, when Sharks news breaks, we try to fix it. We do. But um, I don't know. The did did you end the poll or is it still going? It's still going. I can end it right now. But so, uh, what's the final it, tally here? Looking at it right now, it is fifty-eight uh, percent say meh. We'll see. Twenty-one percent say not a fan. Twenty-one percent are excited. All right. So eighty percent of the fan base is like this blows. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard. Like I, I, I can't envy people though. Like it's hard to get excited about this team right now. Absolutely. And, I, and I'm more than willing to give the guy a chance, but we all know what's Same. going to happen. It's going to happen with Mike Greer. It's going to happen with, with Quinn. If if things don't aren't, just, you know, as Ian loves to say, if things are, if everything isn't awesome, mm-hmm. uh, then everybody's going to run in with their I told you's. And, <laughs> you know, like the, the whole thing is that, yeah, get in line, grab a number. You know, you're number three billion in line for the for the I told you so roulette. Um, Lanical, my man. Uh, we are the boys club without a cup to drink out of. It's true. Sad. It is. Mm-hmm. It is sad. Uh, my, my question here is, is that uh, do the Sharks make the playoffs before the Sacramento Kings make the playoffs? Because those Kings haven't made the playoffs, I think, since Dude, 2006. Somebody made a bet. I forget. There's a there's a Twitter account that like documents when I guess a bet over ten thousand or something is taken in. Somebody put ten grand on the Sacramento Kings to win the final next season. Now the the, the odds are would make him like a millionaire, but I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sorry. Let me get to you, Berg. Thank you so much for the donation. Yes. Can the Sharks out tank Chicago? It shouldn't no. be a close race to the bottom. Uh, no, Chicago's going to be no. fucking horrible. If Chicago and Arizona aren't fighting for the worst record, there's something, something's got to give. And the, the but only reason think, like, is because Kane and Tay still, still give a shit. Yeah. I mean, the only thing, I don't know. I mean, I think, I still think the Sharks can finish pretty low though. I, you know, and again, it's, that's the lottery, right? I mean, all you need is the balls to come up in your favor and we've seen teams move up not the sharks but you know <laughs> but we've seen teams move up so i guess anything's possible but like are the sharks going to be the the odds on favorite to land bedard next year no because there's, there's teams that are somehow more terrible than they are <laughs> yeah and and hey there's another thing about david quinn the rangers won two draft lotteries at the sure. helm <laughs> with David Quinn as the coach. Just putting that oh, out there. Man. Get, get your Connor Bedard jerseys ready, folks. Dude, oh, this all is... we need is Taylor Hall. We're oh, set. Hold on, let me see if I can do my uh do my my impression really quick. Here here's my impression of Puck Guy looking for a silver lining. <laughs> <laughs> right here, hold on. Yeah. Okay, I think I found it. There you go. Uh, I mean on my scorecard right now. Uh, you know, next season it's a combination of Edmonton, LA, and Vegas. Uh, in fact, I might yeah. I, I might put it in that actual order: Edmonton, LA, Vegas. And this will be. Oh, 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 you got something to say mm. over there, pal? I just I think Vegas finishes higher. I think. No, no, I think that's this year was No, I see, I think slower, dude. I think they, uh, dude, the chickens is coming home to roost. Nobody wants to play for that fucking team anymore. Karma has swung hard. 
Mm-hmm. And again, this is me taking an opportunity to take a Sharks podcast and turn it into shitting all over the Ve- uh, Vegas Golden Knights. <laughs> uh, but the thing will really bake you noodle. I, I might have Anaheim as fourth, but that I goes to see s- that. that. But that goes to say how bad the Pacific is. <laughs> I mean, maybe. Anaheim. I don't know. I think, dude. Vancouver is is a Vancouver's it, interesting. They, yeah, they to me Vancouver's they're a coin a toss. Calgary, you know th- that whole thing is falling apart like holy shit. And then in Seattle, I I don't think they got better by any stretch. Maybe by a scotch, but then you cancel oh. it out because they got Martin Jones as a backup. Man. Yeah, see, right? I mean, any team who has Jones, <laughs> I mean, give it a fuck. Remember what Jones did to Philly last year? Come on. <laughs> so I'm just saying. Um, but, uh, all right, we've pounded this rock. I I still need Martin Jones's agent to call me. (laughs) (laughs) So, I mean, Eric, final thoughts on this. I mean, I still, we we obviously need to see how the rest of the staff shakes out. We're, We're of course, tremendously invested into how the expansion of the drafting and development department comes along. But it's yes. going to be interesting to see how Doug Wake gets his hands on a lot of this. Uh, I believe there was another gentleman mentioned uh, that's going to be in charge of the director of scouting or some sort of different name. Yes, we heard. Yeah, apparently he, he changed his name, his uh, his job status on LinkedIn and and that hasn't been named just yet. Uh, but it's going to be interesting. I, I think this year is going to be. I think like, JD called that's that your out free ride. about the LinkedIn thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, JD from Locked On. So um, hmm. I, I just it's this year. It's have your expectations lower. My my always uh, had my expectations has been the first year was eleven or first year was seventeen wins. The second year was was eleven. At least get to twenty-five, guys. No, and, I, I like and the idea. Hope, I mean, if you hit twenty-eight, you know the amount of wins they had in the cow house, I'll say that's probably successful. You know, and and fingers crossed that the the lottery balls uh, drop for the sharks, dude. Because if they can land Bedard, you talk if about they can land Connor Bedard, that changes things dramatically for this well, for this team. For sure. This franchise is so due. To, to hit some sort of luck. I mean, can we all just... This this is the franchise that fucking <clears throat> started off by not getting Eric Lindros. Right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, it's got to swing their way at least once. But I do look forward to the whole thing of, you know, a couple of years ago it was all, uh, you know, this is Sharks territory. And it's Sharks for life. And it's teal together. And now 2022-23, lowered expectations. That's what I'm looking for. 2022-23. Why aren't you watching the Barracuda? Because <laughs> they don't have AHL life, damn it. Dude, it's going to be Sharks for Life, Cuda for now. <laughs> Ian, your final thoughts. Uh, final thoughts, everything's awful. No, I don't know. Look, at it's it's not awful, but it's not good. Um, I'm, I'm curious to see. There's, there's a lot of things that still need to happen. Obviously, I don't think this team is done i don't think they're done moving the deck chairs around i think that there's definitely players on their way out um i wonder if a guy like kevin lebank has played his last game as a shark uh i think obviously look at they have to figure out this goaltending thing because they've got to give i mean they just re-signed kapokakinen so they've got you know four guys signed they got to figure that out i don't know man there's there's just so much on this team that does it make sense? And I'm hoping it's going to make sense at some point, like going into the season. I want to be able to do a season preview and be like, this makes sense. This is what's going to happen. I don't want to be sitting here going, I have no earthly idea what this team's fucking doing. <laughs> the Sharks oh. preview where Ian is quoted as saying, LA is going to be a fucking wagon this year. <laughs> When's the Barracuda preview? I'll show up for that. <laughs> Absolutely. Various sports cards. You think we make the playoffs? No playoffs. way in hell. No way in hell. No. No, I mean right now hell. it's just like I said. I, I think this team is in it's it's in transition, right? And like I, 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 I like I'm not. I think a lot of people like everyone likes to focus on the extremes, right? Like I'm not saying 
the Sharks have made a mistake with Mike Greer, but Mike Greer's done nothing to say that they haven't made a mistake so far, yeah. <laughs> if that makes sense. Like, I'm just, like, the jury's out, and there's, it's going to take time before we can figure this out, but right now, like, there's nothing that's happening that I've been remotely excited about. I think the only thing that came in about where I expected was the Kapokakinen deal. The rest of it's been, like, just meh. And even some people say that the Kakinen deal's too high, but I, I think it was fine. I think that was about what I was like maybe a couple hundred thousand more than I was expecting. So, uh, dude, it came in right in line where I thought I'm going, uh, y'all remember what Nabby wanted, right? This is a steal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and, uh, evidently sharks for life. Cuda for now. I need to make a shirt out of that. I'm just good. <laughs> 22, 23 San Jose sharks. We got a new scoreboard. There's that. I can't wait for that. You can you can see the other team as as they as the score for the other team goes up and up and up. <laughs> oh. Yeah, you can see it in now. Beautiful 4K resolution. Oh my god. Yeah. When Eric Carlson oh, gets pylon, you can see it from literally any seat in the arena. No oh, Jesus. Uh, all right. So uh thanks for uh checking us out yet again. Uh summertime. So we just keep on keeping on and hopefully at some point, and I pray it soon, we're going to be able to come on, do a little Teal Town Live and be excited about something that happened because it's been, uh, it's been uh, few and far between these last few uh, Teal Town Lives. Let me let you know. Uh, Ian, do you plan on doing a TTG anytime soon with the boys? Soon. It's just, it's a scheduling thing. It's trying to get all our schedules to line up. Um, adults, adult schedules are dumb. Like, I just wish we could go back to, go outside to being and kids and we could just podcast whenever the fuck we want, but that's just not the way things work, unfortunately. Uh, but we are going to try and get to something done soon. It's just getting our schedules to line up. Groovy. Anything else? In it. And if you haven't hit the thumbs up button, let's make that happen. We see yeah. 116 people. And if you're not watching this live, leave a comment down below to tell us uh, what you think of David Quinn being the 11th head coach in San Jose Sharks history. Yes. Good. Thumbs yeah. up. Give me the finger in person, but give me the thumb on the video. <laughs> That's all I'm asking for. That, that Again, another T-shirt. I should be making T-shirts over here. All these. Yeah. Someone needs to hire me to, for their promotion staff anyway uh we thank you again for joining us as always do us a favor subscribe to us on the ub tube follow us on twitter and instagram and blah, 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 all the other places venmo is where you can like tip us out if you enjoy what we do here and keep us commercial free because definitely we don't want to be uh, throwing that that little i don't know crowbar in the middle of a good topic to the what was the last thing adam wilde had to like like dangles right in the middle of something and all of a sudden adam's jumped in and he's like are you probes too long <laughs> like it really kind of fucks up the conversation so we want to friend of the show adam wilde we yeah. love you bud but we want to we want to stay commercial free so the donations totally help out and we appreciate it thank you so much uh with that uh i think we can wrap it up and say good night everybody and uh Look for us sometime next week when the announcement does in fact happen. I don't know that we'll talk about it unless it's part of a larger announcement, but of course, follow us on Twitter. Uh, we'll be, you know, part of the media session. So you can look for the quotes and everything on the Teal Town USA Twitter. All right. Thanks for joining and good night, everybody. <laughs>